Hello and welcome back, Neuro1203. My name is Bobby, and today we're doing another podcast. This time, talking a little bit about post traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, something you may have heard of before. Um, let's jump into it. Um, first of all, let's identify some key differences in the brain of a healthy individual and an individual with PTSD. So, one major difference you may be able to see is the amount of epinephrine released by the adrenal medulla in the autonomic nervous system. This allows responses to acute stressors to be turned into long-term PTSD symptoms in PTSD patients. Epinephrine's been called before the hallmark of acute stress as it can accurately predict stress levels in a PTSD patient and cause their stereotypical flashbacks. Second, Moving on to the hippocampus, Um, traumatic events that can cause chronic stress lead to high levels of glutocorticoids, which is a very long, difficult word to say, but if you've never heard what those are before, glutocorticoids lead to damaging neurons inside the hippocampus, um, which can cause atrophy in hippocampal cells. Um, Hippocampal abnormalities are linked to the amount of trauma that you've experienced. So the more trauma you've experienced, the more hippocampal abnormalities are more likely to have. Um, PTSD patients also show high levels of circulating epinephrine, CRH, and other stress-related catecholamines. Next is the amygdala, which is a huge part in the brain. Uh, It's located in the temporal lobe and plays a role in processing emotions and memory. Inside the amygdala, epinephrine both directly and indirectly activates beta-adrenergic receptors, which help consolidate emotional memories and is also responsible for fear acquisition. More on epinephrine, the peripheral epinephrine's main function is also to facilitate the consolidation of memories. Lastly, the fourth brain abnormality slash neuroendocrine seen in PTSD patients is prefrontal cortex. How is it compromised, you may ask, you may ask in PTSD patients? Well, PTSD patients show a hyporesponsiveness in the prefrontal cortex. So this provides inhibitory control over the amygdala. Um, epinephrine at high quantities can impair function of the prefrontal cortex. So, like said before, in PTSD patients with the high rising levels of epinephrine, um, the prefrontal cortex does not have much of a chance in staying too healthy as it can get impaired very easily. Anyways, thank you very much for listening to my podcast. I hope you learned something about PTSD today, and I hope I'll be able to help you in the future about more health-related topics. Thank you. Have a good night.